coming up this week. An outbreak of Legionnaire's disease affects Disneyland visitors. Downtown Disney tweaks its parking rules. And get ready to mark your calendars for those fresh candy canes. Plus later, we share our thoughts about the festival festival of holidays food. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Disney Unplug Disneyland Edition, episode 723, for the week of November 12th, 2017. The Disney Unplug Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, how there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. All right, how was everyone's week? Busy. Good. It was fine. <laughs> okay. Well, busy, good, fine. All right, cool. Yeah. It was, uh, it was how busy. about yours, Mr. Uh, tiring, tiring, tiring. Lots of traveling. So, headed a visit to the parks, which is always nice. Uh, cold. Oh, they, okay. Mixler says it was cold in their, in their neck of the woods. Um, hello to our friends listening live, uh, to the podcast on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live every Sunday night, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com for, uh, all those details. Uh, anything we want to talk about in housekeeping? Uh, I know a few of us got to go to the parks this weekend, so... We'll talk about some of that in the, in the, in the segment, but, um, I, I had noticed during the week that people were posting, there's a new character, and I think she is at both Disney World and, uh, Cal, and, uh, California Adventure. It's Clarabelle the Cow. She's greeting guests, yeah. Um, so where is she at the Disneyland Resort? Okay, so on Friday, no, sorry, back up, on Thursday, she was in front of her ice cream shop. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so she was there in front of you know, where that there's that tree with the tables outside Starbucks. So she was out there, but on Friday after Festival of Holidays has had officially started, she was in front of the. There's a backdrop there. the The first as you get to the first booth, but on the opposite side, it was where they had the information booth last year. Um, and okay. this year it's just a photo op spot. And she was she was there, so I don't know if that's where she will always be, or just for the festival of holidays, or just for that day. But like pre- in previous days, she was in front of her front of her ice cream shop, her her D- the DCA version of her ice cream shop, not the Disneyland version of her ice cream shop. Anyway, so um, any other housekeeping? Wait, yeah, what? She doesn't have an ice cream shop in Disneyland, does she? Oh, yes, she does. No. Twice uh, over at, um, oh, yes, in over Toontown. at the, uh... In Toontown. Oh, oh, okay, I never go there. Yeah, no. To her I, may know, I may not know movies. I may not know the parks, but I know where the freaking ice cream is. Mm-hmm. That's it's, the one thing I didn't know. Daisy's Diner, Pluto's Doghouse, and Clarabelle's Ice Cream in Toontown. Oh, good. But her, yeah, and it's, it's soft serve back there, anyway. Why didn't we ever discuss that before? I don't know why that there are two Clarabels. Yeah, I mean, how did that never come up? 
up. Right, she's she's she she has she has a franchise. Yes. <laughs> Did they change? Yeah, the she'll name be opening after? up one at Universal soon. Right. No, it's it's always been that way. Really? Yeah. I'm, Who I'm, knew? I did. Tom did. Raising my and, and I and I and I did actually only because but... I I maintain the menus on the Diz. So. <sighs> now that now that I mentioned that, that now I can talk about it because because they actually are up to date now. Um, if you see a menu that is not up to date where there's a major change, let me know. Drop me a line or something like that, and I will make sure to get that updated right away. Right now, I'm updating them at least every quarter. So every every three months the menus at Disney on get updated. Um there there are some right now that are probably not exactly correct because they unilaterally changed the price on the sodas. We talked about that a few weeks ago. But otherwise everything should be should be up to date. Um including Tony's Rapid Fire later. Um any other spoiler alert, any other housekeeping. Well- Kelly and I were walking through the Grand California Hotel uh-huh. the uh, other day, yeah. and they were putting some finishing touches on the gingerbread house that they have there mm-hmm. at the Grand Californian, and it's pretty big. Yeah. And it's different than it was last year because they do it fresh every year. Mm-hmm. And she was actually putting on a little hidden Mickey oh, nice. down at the bottom. So the Disneyland page, Facebook page, does have it Um if you want to see where it's at, because it's really hard to find. And I asked her how many there were. And as of last Friday, there were 19 hidden Mickeys. And I don't know how many there's going to, there are going to be when they're done. Right. But um, as of Friday, there were 19 of them. Wow. Some are stamped and some are, are part of the so, um, decor of the Grand Californian. I'm surprised they aren't done with that yet. It seems like they're usually they have it done by the beginning of the holiday season, but. I don't know that the hotels always seem to lag a little yeah. bit. Well, they said that the, uh, behind the parks. I was at the media event on Friday, and they get, they gave us a tour of the hotel, and she said that they just installed the tree on Thursday. It so, looks so pretty. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go into some of the rooms, and actually, they actually look <coughs> a, a little better than the than I had imagined they would. Um, and then we got to look at. The, the drawings for the, for the concierge lounge, and we got to go in the yet unfinished concierge lounge. Um, they, they and I will, I will post, I'll, I'll throw up an article in the next day or so, um, with my thoughts on that and some, and some pictures from the rooms. But, uh, apparently the, you know, how the, the, most of the hotel is, is, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright inspired. Mm-hmm. How, but the, the, um, the concierge lounge is going to be inspired by uh, Macintosh. Uh, is it Charles Rennie Macintosh, who's also arts and crafts, arts and crafts movement, but different, a little bit different style, more thinner, thinner lines on the on the furniture and stuff like that. Um, they also basically gutted it and gutted the one wall and put in way more windows, so there's a better better view of the fireworks from the concierge lounge. Again, nice. this only applies to like seventy. They were telling seventy-seven rooms in the in the hotel, but oh yeah. So, you, Scottish architect, designer, and watercolorist and artist. His artistic approach had much in common with European symbolism. Ooh, symbolism. Um, symbolism, arts, and crafts movement. His furniture is really clean, straight, kind of. Yeah, yes, exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's Oh, that's, that's cool. The, that's the furniture that's gonna be in the concierge lounge. So you oh, know that is really cool. They split us all up for this tour and I ended up with most of most of the people the the Disney Disney media people that I know, but then there were others on it as well. And the, you know, you get in the concierge lounge and the guy's talking about and they're like, Well, they're asking questions he's like, any questions? So can anybody come up here? <clears throat> and the guy's like, no, I just said it's for 70. No, he didn't say that, but it's for 77 rooms. It's the concierge lounge. They actually have right now the, the a temporary lounge out. I think it's in the smoke. What the outside, um, the outside fireplace area. It's like the, the, the entrance to it is the walkway between, um, the Hearthstone Lounge and the actual fireplace, that door there, you can't go out the door. It says Craftsman Club. So, because the, the, the concierge lounge is still, they said it's still a couple weeks away, but, um, like I said, the rooms look nice. Um, not as, cause the, the pictures made them look like really stark white. They're not, they're not that bad. But anyway, I'll put, I'll post pictures in the next day or so. Any other housekeeping? Sorry, I kind of. Oh, hey, if anybody wants to um, look up more about how that concierge lounge will look, um, www.charlesrennymac.co.uk. Really, really fascinating website that I've been scrolling through about his how his life. His wife was um, an equally talented artist in our, um, in the movement, and um, her name was uh, Margaret McDonald, and they big things on the Glasgow School of Art and stuff. Really cool, actually. Um, it's Charles and Rennie is R E N N I E, right? Yes. And Mac with a K. Um, M A C actually. Okay, his name Charles is Charles Rennie Mac. Okay, his, yeah, Mac, it's Macintosh Macintosh with, with a K. K. Yeah, but yeah. Right. But the the website is Charles Rennie Mac. Yep. All right. Any other housekeeping? It'll be a short show. Good. Okay. Cool. All right. It's time for the news, Tony. There was stuff I don't remember. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Speaking of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Disneyland has shut down two bacteria-contaminated cooling towers after Orange County health officials discovered several cases of Legionnaire's disease in people who had visited the Anaheim theme park. Twelve cases of the bacteria-caused illness were discovered about three weeks ago among people who had spent time in Anaheim and included nine people who had visited Disneyland in September before developing the illness. According to the Orange County Healthcare Agency, their ages ranged from 52 to 94. Hmm. Ten were hospitalized. Ten were hospitalized. I can I can read. Ten were hospitalized, and one person with additional health issues died, according to health officials. That person did not visit Disneyland. Legionnaires is a severe lung infection caused by exposure to contaminated water mist. There is no known ongoing risk associated with the uh, this outbreak, the healthcare agency said in a statement. The towers are in a backstage area near the New Orleans Square train station, each more than 100 feet from areas accessible to guests, a Disneyland resort spokeswoman said. A Disneyland employee is among those who fell ill with the disease. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention notified county authorities about three weeks ago of several cases of the disease among people who had traveled to Orange County in September. County, man, these words, 
epidemi I can say this word and I'm actually intelligent and I have master's degrees and everything, but I can't read this word. And I know the word. So here we go. Yes, I just need to read it. I can do it. Okay. I need okay. wait time. Okay. So I was just ep- guessing what it was. No, it's epidemiola. I can't say it. Just say it for me. Epidemiology. Yeah, that's too no. many. No, the people who do it. Epi- uh, epidemiologists? Thank you. Yeah, See, it's so easy. Well, anyways, and I'm really disappointed. out of my glasses. So, um, well, those people, they discovered that a cluster of people diagnosed with the disease had recently visited, lived, or worked in Anaheim and contacted Disney after learning that several of them had gone to the park. I could keep going on deeper and deeper. Um, so, the, uh, these, these cooling stations... That- uh, okay, so I was reading the cooling stations... Are are yeah. not they're, they're to cool water for other uses, is what I was reading. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what's back there. I think it's outdoor vending is back there. Engineers is what's back there. Yeah, no, I mean no, but the the building that's back there, I think, is the outdoor vending. So I don't know if maybe they were chilling dry ice or you know what they were trying to chill back there, but. Well, just well, so it could be for the air conditioning. It could be for anything that yeah, the ch- they would yeah, use chillers for. Yeah, yeah. Well, just to make everybody feel better, it takes two to ten days for symptoms to appear, and that it is not able to be. It's not spread person to person. It can be treated with antibiotics and hospital care, but about one in ten people who get it actually die. Mm. Most at risk are older people than fifty with weakened immune systems right. or chronic lung diseases. Yeah. Oh, great. All of us are affected now over 50. So basically, if you're going to San Diego, you're going to get hepatitis A. If you're going to Disneyland, you're going to get Legionnaires, really, where I guess Universal, they, they need to put that in their ads for uh, upcoming travel <laughs> Christmas season. No Hep A, no Legionnaires. So, yeah. If well, you, that was if, a chipper story. Yeah, but if you actually were in the parks in the last couple of weeks, just to keep an eye on it. <coughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly yep. what Michael said. All right. Uh, <laughs> what I else you got, Tony? I just my child there today. Well, first I have to re- revise it for easier for me to read words. Yes. But after after that's been done, okay, the Walt Disney Company has received some hefty backlash for making the decision to blacklist the Los Angeles Times from their press screenings due to a story that they published recently. In a shocking turn of events, the company has chosen to reverse that decision. We've had productive discussions with the newly installed leadership at the Los Angeles Times regarding our specific concerns, and as a result, we've agreed to restore access to advanced screenings for their film critics. Disney's change of heart comes after various news outlets, including the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the AV Club stated that they would be boycotting advanced screenings of Disney films in support and solidarity with fellow journalists until access was restored to the LA Times. Los Angeles Times made Disney's decision public knowledge by including a note to their readers. In the note, they explained that feature articles about Disney movies would not be appearing in their 2017 holiday movie preview section, and since then, the matter had drawn national attention. Disney had faced pressure from high-profile Hollywood personalities, such as the person who directed A Wrinkle in Time, which is scheduled to be released by Walt Disney Studios on March 9th. Huh. So, uh, I'm going to let you guys take that one. There you go. Somebody realized they oopsed. Yeah. Somebody realized it was a pretty stupid thing. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, we're going to take this away from you so you don't advertise our movies anymore. 
two weeks early. I mean, there's that kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, all I know is, yeah. Yeah, I think why uh, calmer heads prevailed and Disney and I think it's like you, it's a newspaper. They're not always going to say nice things. What if they, you know, are they going to take away their access because they give them a bad review for a movie? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, it's trying to mix the parks have always stayed out of that stuff before. I mean, the, right. the, they're, they're making a mistake trying to confuse their businesses, right? Their business divisions. Yeah, yeah. 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 They never mix their, I mean, synergy is one thing, but it's in positive advertising, mm-hmm. not in. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. You, know, you talk bad about the parks. We're taking away your movie privileges. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I thought it was a pretty stupid business yeah. decision. Be careful what perhaps you say. Disney's, <laughs> perhaps Disney legal reminded them about one of the amendments to our constitution <laughs> about freedom of the press. That whole free press thing. Yeah, you know, that was probably true. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Disney is also free to take away their free free movies, too. That's, That's true. Capitalism. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Anything else? No. Good. Okay, that's the news. Time for rapid fires. I haven't gone first in a while, so I will go first. Uh, really? I know, right? You uh, always go first. Well, not no. I think sometimes when I read the news, I don't go first. But anyway, all right. Back in so August, just one week. The, one week. Yes. I think we need to replay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> back in August, the Disneyland Resort changed their parking policy at their downtown Disney parking lot eliminating all free parking without a purchase of some kind. Well, uh, earlier this week, the Disneyland Resort adjusted that policy a bit by increasing the number of free hours guests will receive. Uh, The updated policy provides for three hours of free parking, up from two, with a minimum $20 purchase at any one downtown Disney quick-serve restaurant, merchandise location, or kiosk. Wow. Uh, guests can receive up to five hours of park free parking up from four hours with validation from any downtown Disney table service restaurant or the AMC theaters. Um, just remind you the rest of the parking uh, rules are still in place. Any additional hours are $12 per hour charged in $30 increments. There is a 15 uh, 15-minute grace period, so if you need to drop somebody off, and the maximum daily charge is $48, which is a lot of money considering you could park at Mickey and Friends for 20 Uh So, I don't know why they made those adjustments. I guess they're just kind of... Oh, I, th- I think that businesses were, were losing mm-hmm. money. Yeah. They, w- I- they wouldn't do that for... For no good reason. And if you figure that, you know, people are saying, well, I'm just not going to go to the movies or I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go meander through the park, through Mm -hmm. downtown Disney. I'm surprised they didn't change the the where it has to be from one merchant. I'm surprised they didn't say from your total purchases. I guess that would be too hard to track. Probably. Can you imagine? Let me see all your receipts. Yeah. That would be that. I agree with you. I think that would be kind of hard to. 
Andrew and Mixler had a question. Uh, you pay upon leaving the downtown Disney garage. It's actually a, a, a flat lot that's not a garage, Andrew. Um, and yes, you pay because you pay by the hour. You so. just get a ticket. Yeah, yeah, you just get a ticket going in. Yeah, you get a ticket going in, and then as you exit, you pay for however however long you stayed. And again, for those that don't remember, prior you used to get, was it two free hours? No, well, bef- in the beginning or yeah, be- yeah, before 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 August. Did QuickServe validate before though? No, no, no. QuickServe did not you. validate. Yeah. It yeah. was three. It was three hours before. Three hours free. So then, Aug- in August, three hours free. Yeah. Then you got an additional two hours when you validated your ticket at a restaurant. And then they changed it to two. I, I'm sorry, when you validated your ticket at a restaurant, sit down restaurant. Yeah, yeah. At a sit down restaurant. Yeah. So Tangaroa Terrace would not count. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and and now, um, it's it has to be a downtown Disney restaurant, not a it Steakhouse Fifty Five would not work. It right. Has to be a downtown Disney sit down restaurant. Hey, um, Tom, Danny's yeah. asking real quick in the chat room. Um, since we're on the topic oh. of things to visit in downtown yeah, Disney, no. when is the last days? Have we yeah. heard yet? No, they didn't. They said construction's not going to start till summer. Um, yeah. Gar- the parking garage, I think they start starting in January, but the the rest of it's pro- not till summer. So anyway, all right, reasonable. Uh, yeah, let's go with Mary Jo. Well, we've been waiting to hear or to see when the uh, candy canes would be made at Disneyland, and finally the dates came out. Uh, okay. There's going to be two places where you can get them: the holiday candy canes. Um, there's two places where you can get them down either Disneyland or California Adventure. At Disneyland, uh, you get them at the Candy Palace beginning November 24th, also November 29th. And in December, it's the first, there's several days in December. 1st, 4th, 6th, 8th, 11th, 13th, 15th, 18th, 20th, 24th. This will be posted all over the place, including the Diz. I think Tom probably already has it up. Um, And so you can see it there. Trolley Treats will have it on alternate days. Trolley Treats uh, begins in California Adventure on November 25th and 28th, and then 10 days in December. So there's going to be, what, 20, probably 24 days that you can get these candy canes freshly made from Disneyland or California Adventure. My recommendation, because I've done this before, and so has Nancy. Nancy introduced me to Mm -hmm. this. Um, You go... I would say go there when the park opens and get in line and you will see that there's already a bunch of people in line uh, for the candy canes. You'll get a wristband that will tell you when to come back for the freshly made batch. They make about 40 at a time. Um, Well, actually, they make more than that. They make 40 at a time at the candy at the candy palace but they also have another kitchen where they're also making them but because they're fresh they can only do so many at a time so the first people who get their um first in line will get their candy canes if i remember correctly you can get two candy canes per person that's Mm -hmm. it and um there's no discounts of any kind and if and you're always welcome to go back and get another wristband for another candy cane later on can I use, I my, have can I use found, my Max Pass? Sure, it's not going to do you any good for you. You can do it to you can do it to get another attraction that okay. has Max Pass, like like 
it's a small world. Right. <laughs> it's a small world holiday. Um, while you're standing in line, you can you can multitask and do that and probably see where the characters are going to be that year that day or all right, all where right. the photo. <laughs> but anyway, so I I'll, I'm planning on going there. I don't know if I'll be there on November 24th. But because um, it's going to be kind of crowded that day, that's the day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday, the first day. Yeah. So November twenty fourth, November twenty fifth at California Adventure. So that's going to be Friday, Remember Saturday. What and the cost of those was, Mary Jo? About thirteen bucks. Okay. Something like that. It was, yeah. It was like twelve ninety five. Okay. So it's either going to be thirteen. 13 or 14. It'll either be 12.95 or 13.95. Right. They make great gifts. <laughs> if they make or, it. Well, yeah. they also make great um they also make great things to take to like a party because then you can, you know, break it up like the little peppermint pigs that Saratoga Springs is famous for. Who? And Saratoga Springs, New York, um, they have a peppermint pig. Okay. There's like a tradition with little peppermint pigs and thought, hammers. Okay, I thought she was making a Walt Disney World reference, but okay. <laughs> well, no, they they actually sell the peppermint pigs from okay. Saratoga at okay. Saratoga, Saratoga Springs, Springs at Disney World. Okay. But, and just to remind everybody, <laughs> the uh the peppermint in this in this um these candy canes is high quality peppermint and it'll last so. for a long time. So yes. if you want to get one for yourself and a, a gift, as Nancy said, they do come wrapped in bubble wrap, but bring something else to protect them. If you're going to put them in your backpack or, yep. or your purse or something, because it'd be ashamed if you're going to give them away to um, have them and, and yeah. have it break on you or something. You might want to even put it in your locker so you're not carrying it around the park all day. Awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. All right. Uh, Michael. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a couple of holiday-related um, rapid-fires, since that's what we're talking about. First of all, as you know, I'm in the popcorn buckets, no. and keep an, eye, keep an eye out for the new Pluto one. He is all dressed up in his ugly Christmas sweater. He's wearing his Santa hat. He's also sporting – I guess he just dropped his hat. He's also sporting um, a brand-new bone with a bow and the next strap is a cheerful christmas red with little bones alternating with disney park logos uh disney is apparently limiting the buckets to two per person but of course they're all over the place on ebay for three times the price of 13.50 unfortunately you cannot get um the refills at disneyland the way you can at walt disney world hmm. yeah the line was anyway, crazy yeah. their line was crazy on they friday for this I wonder if they're going to have the what they did last time, where for for the Halloween season, where they had the um, the special bucket, like with what Michael gets, plus the annual pass bucket, where you do get the refills, um, and it's nothing to look at. Yeah. It's just the fact that you can get the refills. I don't. Did you I see if they have those? It. I haven't seen it in the pictures. No. Okay. Um, because they have like they have a couple of mugs, and they have this little ornament, like sippy cup thing mm -hmm. and all that but I, I didn't see an AP bucket um, so. the line was about 50 people deep the <laughs> yes, whole day yes. and then as soon as it got to like 8 or 10 there were no buckets left so that's how you knew you saw people walking around hanging two from their neck um, that the ornament sippy cup you're talking about Michael um, mm -hmm. I had I talked to uh, I saw the saw it in person at the media event um, I was talking to Carlos who had, is it head of that department. Um, he said those were at, you got them at the fruit cart and they came with fruit in them. 
Um, like they had the, where they, the same place they would have sold the, um, poison apple mug during the, during the Halloween season. That's where Mm -hmm. you find that, that ornament, um, the ornament mug. Oh, very cool. I have to get my hands on one of those. I've already arranged to get the popcorn bucket. (laughs) So, but anyway, and I have another one. Go ahead. I sort of tripped across this. Well, I know we are all looking forward to the Disney Christmas special. It's not, they don't even put the word parade in there, Mm -hmm. but this year they're continuing their tradition of holiday television specials by airing two separate commercial filled events this year (laughs) on, on ABC. And I, I did a little editorializing there. Um, the first is the Wonderful World of Disney Magic Holiday Celebration. And this is going to be on November 30th from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. But check your local TV guide. Do they still make that anymore? Anyway, um, Julianne Huff and Nick Lachey will be hosting this special from Walt Disney World, while Jesse Palmer will co-host the show from the Disneyland Resort in California. And uh, special performances will be lip-synced by, um, not, I'll probably mispronounce some of these names, um, Ciara in a Christmas medley from Cinderella Castle, Darius Rucker singing Winter Wonderland, hit the hit group Fifth Harmony will sing Can You See from the Star soundtrack and the Christmas song, I, I love the name of this group. Fitz and the Tantrums will perform Hand Clap and their original Christmas song that is sure to become a holiday favorite for Grandma and Grandpa and the kids, Santa Stole My Lady. Um, <laughs> Hanson will sing Finally It's Christmas from the recently released Christmas album. The boy band in real life will sing I'll Be Home for Christmas. A warning was to the us boy all. Band in real life. No, um, have you seen them? No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, they have persons. they have teenagers of their own now. Um, Jason Derulo will perform this Christmas. Uh, Leah Michelle will perform "Baby, It's Cold Outside," and Disney uh, says they're going to announce additional performances at a later date or fill them in with more commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, the second television holiday special, titled "Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration." will air on Christmas Day from 10 a.m. to noon. Now, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but boy, a lot of these names sound familiar. Um, Huff and Lachey will be hosting this special, whilst Palmer once again co-hosting from Disneyland in California. So um, for the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration, the performances this time will be lip-synced by Ciara singing... Walking around the Christmas tree from the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. I guess not from Cinderella Castle, though. Darius Rucker singing Home for the Holidays. Fifth Harmony performing Sleigh Ride. Fitz and the Tantrums will be performing Last Christmas. Probably because Santa stole stole the lady. That was the last Mm -hmm. Christmas. Jason Derulo is going to sing Silent Night from Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland. Glee Michelle... Glee star only and Michelle will perform Let It Snow. Now, 98 Degrees, I guess they were wandering by on this day, will play their new, new song, Season of Love, from their new holiday record. And another new act, Telly Lung, or, or Lang, however it pronounces the name, and Ariel Jacobs from the stage show Aladdin will perform A Whole New World at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And, of course, additional performances will be announced at a later time. So, you think they recorded these at the same time? Uh, so anyway, so um, in, in August. 
Yes. So pop in your 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 videotape and set your VCRs for November 30th and December 25th to catch these specials and eat the popcorn out of your Pluto mm-hmm. popcorn um, bucket that you bought on eBay for $40. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, somebody, uh, Rudy in the chat room says that they're not going to have refillable popcorn buckets this season, so look for them next year. I, I assume that would be because it's such a busy season, they usually do the popcorn buckets off-season to, to keep the... Annual pass holders coming in to spin a dollar plus 20 on parking. All right, uh, Nancy. Okay, well, kind of a follow-up to what I mentioned um, last month, or last week, whatever that was. Was that last month? Yeah, that was last month. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I tried, I tried. I think we talked about this in 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 the Christmas segment, but yeah. Yes, we did talk about it in the Christmas sentence, uh, the Christmas segment. So I wanted to give some details on uh, Catal's Breakfast with Santa. Um, there are there were four days. It looks like now they're down to three that still have reservations left. Um, Breakfast with Santa is going to be held the two weekends before Christmas. Um, so the 16th has availability as well as the 21st and 22nd. And availability runs with reservations every 15 minutes from 8 a.m. to 11.45. And at this wonderful family event which is actually a pretty decent deal. Um, Join Santa and the elves for a fun-filled family event, including a family-style breakfast, Charles Dickens's Carolers, a hot cocoa cart, um, personalized stockings for the children, bottomless mimosas for the adults, and pictures with Santa. But, and as, as Mary Jo's birds are so happy to comment on in the background. Um, those children. <laughs> each child will also be um, build a Build-A-Bear workshop teddy bear for, from, or will get, um, get one from Santa. So somehow, I guess, I don't know if they're building them, if Santa's going to give them already built. But there will be teddy bears from Santa. And now when you look at the price for the kids, this actually comes close to cutting the kids price down really, really well. So um, adults are 75. You figure if you got, you know, all you can eat food and, and bottomless mimosas, that's not a bad, a, a horrible bad theme park priced, you know, event, but the kids price three to 10 years is $30. Oh, wow. And infants two years and under or zero. So actually, the kids are pretty close, darn close to free when you consider the yeah, Build-A-Bear yeah. Workshop teddy bear. Plus, they get personalized stockings. Especially the, since they're going to be collector's items. Yeah. So, um, with Build-A-Bear closing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that sounds like an absolute, um, an absolute fun event i wouldn't actually mind doing that you know maybe hey maybe there'll be our uh, our wedding anniversary um <laughs> thing to do with the kids for the holidays so anyway so that is my first one my second one is a real quickie this month's november's holiday apple at disneyland is rocky road so it's covered it, it looks a little different this time though it's um covered 
and it seems like white chocolate with marshmallows over it. White, white. It was a very odd, different sort of ghostly white snow. look to it this year. Huh? Ghostly white snow. I don't know. It's either, it's either that or they got twice as many um, marshmallows. Stu- mm. They've managed to stick twice as many marshmallows to it, but it's drizzled with milk chocolate over it. So uh, and Mary- and lots of little nuts. Mary Jo, did you go into Disneyland? Do they have the the ice cream? My ice cream yet? I didn't make it into Disneyland with the holiday and the yeah. crowd. Oh, uh, Kelly and I decided to go see Thor it, instead. It was it was okay. So. <laughs> 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 it, the one, what the you didn't go try the film. Thor hot dogs? No. God, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it, Disney keeps doing this where it's like the perfect storm of of things going on. So it's it's Veterans Day, it's the first day of the holiday season, and it's the uh, superheroes half marathon weekend. And so it took us probably half an hour. To Can get, I say? Yeah, go ahead, Tony. I'm so excited. So we took we went to Toy Story lot. And because, uh, you know, Tom, Tom said, hey, I'm in town, so we're going to I'm actually going to go to the parks. Didn't warn me because, you know, I have no idea what state right. I'm in and sure. what time zone it is. So anyways, so um, we make the left turn onto Catella for Toy Story lot right at the corner of Catella and Harbor, right? Right. No, not Harbor. Yes. Yeah. Right. OK. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm directionally challenged. And that was at 837. And we got. Into the parking space at nine o'clock. That it was just a mass of humanity. And then once we got out, we saw, and I estimated counting. Um, obviously, my reading skills weren't good, but my estimating math skills were decent with um, my one word earlier. And um, we <laughs> saw that the line was literally like 300 people to get onto the buses. Oh, so geez. we actually walked from Toy Story and then we were stuck in that line. To get in. And so we were finally in DCA an hour after that left turn on Catella, almost exactly like eight. I was keeping track, like 932. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I don't understand why they want to have races when people are already coming. Right. Well, they kind of did away with that, Tony. And so then I. Well, yes. I was in the parks till after fireworks. So I exited. The exited the park to, to get back on the Toy Story bus, and the line was wrapped around the 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 that one the the wrapped around that the the driveway there where the Toy Story buses come through. Guy estimated a fifteen to twenty minute wait for a bus to get to get to the Toy Story lot. So I walked back at ten o'clock at night. But the walk so. isn't. It's it's not really bad though. It's a, what a ten minute, fifteen yeah, minute walk. I, I go so. tr- true, but that's not the point. The whole point of the lot and the buses is so you don't have to walk. Right. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Sorry, Tony. Rapid fire. Did we finish? Did we? Uh, didn't we hijack Michael's? Doesn't he have more? No, no I'm done. No, thank you. Was oh, okay. Nancy's was okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was still. What? Sorry, sorry, okay. Nancy. No, I was. Oh, yeah. Mine were quick. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. I know. I just felt like they we. Quick, we okay, my bad. Okay, there we go. Now I can tell you mine. Mm-hmm. So, Smoke I Jumpers Grill. <laughs> Smoke <laughs> Jumpers Grill at DCA has updated its menu. They have a new vegetarian option. They've updated its chili recipe and updated its. Oh, upgraded its chicken nuggets. 
Um, now they have Bluetooth. The new campfire <laughs> chili is a bison black bean chili, which along with the new bear paw slaw is offered on many of the restaurant sandwiches and burgers. You can get a bowl of campfire chili for $6.49, topped with cilantro cream and served with a cornbread muffin or a side of chili cheese fries. That's a heavy meal. I'll take some chili with my chili. Um, the new vegetarian dish is the barbecue jackfruit sandwich, $11.99, which is topped with bear paw slaw, house-made sweet pickles and crispy onions, and is served on a toasted ciabatta roll. All sandwiches now offer the option of waffle cut fries or onion rings on the side. The spicy buffalo chicken sandwich is also new at $11.99. The sandwich includes bear paw slaw, house-made sweet pickles, avocado ranch, and blue cheese sauce. The restaurant's chicken breast nuggets have been switched out for chicken tenders on both the regular and the kids' menu. A regular order of chicken tenders, which goes for $10.49, is now served with waffle cut fries or onion rings. In addition to the updated chicken tenders for $7.49, the kids' menu now includes grilled cheese sandwich for $7.49 and a chicken skewer for $7.49. All kids' meals are served with baby carrots and a yogurt smoothie plus milk or bottled water. And finally, the grilled chicken salad for $9.99 has been updated and now is topped with black beans, corn, peppers, queso fresco, pumpkin seeds, and cornbread croutons with an avocado dressing. Ooh. So they've... One of the worst places, I think, has now at least changed, so we will find out yeah. and get that a review should, and let you know. We should have walked in there and make sure they still have the toppings bar. Well, I went in there, remember, when you were you were due, oh, you were waiting for some of our food at the holiday festivals, and I wanted to get my iced tea. Yeah. And I went, I went there, and it the line was out the door, so I didn't go, I didn't bother. So, I guess that's a good thing. Everybody wants a jackfruit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What was was that? Um, was that f- uh, food and wine that had the jackfruit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was. I don't know if it was. I couldn't remember. If it was festival of holidays or jackfruit or 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 food and wine that had the that jackfruit carnitas, which I thought yeah. was car- was pork and fruit together, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was just fruit. Um. So, all right. Thank you, Tony. That is Rapid Fire, and that is the show for this week. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment. Uh, be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week, and of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.